0: We've got a great episode for you today. We are talking about the art of a risk-adjusted portfolio. Well, what does that even mean? There's a lot of different ways to invest. We're going to walk you through the difference between active and passive management, and then we're also going to get into the details of how we construct our portfolios to be risk-adjusted.
1: Yeah, I always talk about the viewpoint of risk being very personal. Uh, your viewpoint of risk is yours. It is not an age factor. Um, it is a investment time horizon. Uh, but there could be people with the same assets that would say, look, I'm okay if I lose some money because I've got enough money to lose. I got other people who'd say, I got enough money that if I just earn four, five, six, seven 7%, I'm good and golden. I don't need to take a bunch of risk. So it's very individualized. So when we talk about this idea of the art of of risk-adjusted portfolios. The whole idea behind risk is art. And so I hope this is a beneficial episode to you. Don't forget that if you are listening to this and you would like to talk to myself or Merce, you can go to our website, pomwealth.net, go to the top right-hand corner, click on schedule call, and we would be glad to have a conversation with you. But before we get into this episode, we have a very quick disclosure.
0: The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan to have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, Certified Financial Planners, Raiden Stancil and
1: Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to Secure Your Retirement. Merce and I are Uh, Excited to talk to you today about the art of risk-adjusted portfolios. So why do we need this? What's it all about? Well, it really kind of comes down first and foremost that one of the conversations that we have with every person before we talk about how their money should be invested is their viewpoint of risk. Um, and so today we're going to talk about how we could design portfolios to try to match that. But, and again, I just want to say it up front. This is our philosophy. We are never talking about things saying it's the absolute right way to do it. That's just the way we believe. This is what we think is the right way to set things up for us and our clients. And so we'll talk it through. And the one thing that we talk about when we talk about risk is really from your approach of at what point on a downside, meaning the market's pulling back, would do you start to lose sleep at night, right? So most people understand if I'm invested in the stock market, uh, the stock market goes up, it goes down, bonds go up, bonds can go down. And if I if I look at this approach and say, well, at what point would I start to get nervous? At what point would I start to go, I can't handle this. So imagine that you had a million dollar portfolio. And I said to you, how would you like it invested? Many people would say, oh, you know what? Let's do moderately conservative. But if I said, okay, the moderately conservative portfolio could be down by 20 or 25%, 200 to $250,000. Now the person says, well, wait a minute, that doesn't make me comfortable. Many people might say, you know what? At around that 10% or $100,000 of loss, I start to get concerned. And I definitely don't wanna see it down 250 to 300,000 or 25 to 30% down. Now, if you're listening to this and go, I'm fine with that, I understand that, well then okay. But most of our clients that are close to or already in retirement do not have that much threshold for uh, having on a downside. And so what we say is, let's build a risk adjusted portfolio. Now, Merce, could you just hit here for a second, uh, kind of the two styles of investing between active and passive.
0: Yeah, sure. And so the two styles of investing, um, passive management is probably one of the more common or or the easier thing to do in a lot of ways. Uh, 401ks promote passive investing because uh, you're just contributing into your account and you're just letting, you're setting up what's called an asset allocation uh, typically, which is let's buy a well-diversified portfolio. Let's put some money in large cap growth, mid cap, small cap, let's get some international exposure, let's get some commodity exposure, and let's fill up that whole pie uh, with a bunch of different sections of what is available in the market. And then from time to time, you may rebalance that as it gets out of balance on a quarterly or an annual basis, but you're not really trying to actively manage that. It's it's very passive. Let's continue to contribute to the account. We know that we are going to have some bad times in the market, but in the long run, we think the market is going to be okay. So let's just buy a well-diversified portfolio and let that grow over time. That's passive. Um, And and then active goes into the world. And there's many, many strategies when it comes to active. You could have active money managers that are, they would consider themselves the best stock pickers and they just want to go find the best stocks and they want to actively move within, in the individual stock realm to try to outperform a certain type of benchmark. So, That that manager's goal is to do better than say the S and P 500 or something like that. Oftentimes, that's going to be associated with like a hedge fund. Uh, You can also have active management on the side of protecting uh, protecting against uh, significant drawdowns in the market. So, like when you have a pandemic type of scenario or a 2008 type of scenario, 2001, where the markets fell significantly, you can make uh, the that active manager could make some. Uh, changes to the portfolio to, to go into safer places to reduce the volatility swings of that portfolio. So there's, there's clear differences. Active is really active with a goal of what do we want to try to achieve? Are we trying to get the best rate of return out there and take all the risk to get it and move around in the markets quite a bit, or are we trying to reduce volatility? And so there's goals there, just like with passive, the passive goal is let's, let's, We don't want to overthink we just want to be invested and we know that if we give it 30 years it's going to work out just fine now when it comes to our clientele the the phrase of saying let's just give it 30 years it'll be just fine well if you're working with someone that's 55 plus approaching retirement and also they're going to need those assets to start drawing on sometimes that passive type of arrangement of 30-year time horizon isn't all that attractive anymore while it worked very well when you're in your 401k type of ages and you were in your earlier stages a lot of times we're seeing this shift to where hey I want to start getting some risk risk mitigation or some risk adjustments in my portfolio. So that's the the key difference between active and passive.
1: Yeah, and I think that um you know one of the things that we have learned over the years is that it's it's not as if passive is inferior to active nor is active inferior to passive. Um, They have, and I always say this, every strategy will have its years that it wins and every strategy will have its years that it loses, meaning loses against the other. And so one of the things that we have tried to construct in our portfolios is to have basically a part of the portfolio that we describe as tactical, uh, meaning when I say tactical means it could be risk on and risk off. And then another part of it that we call our core strategy, which means that it is always invested, but that what is invested, what it is invested in, can rotate throughout the year. Uh, typically, that rotation begin or uh, is on a quarterly basis uh, on that part of the portfolio. So now what we've got is we've got one part of the portfolio that's a hundred percent invested all the time, but can rotate, and then we've got another part of the portfolio that could be 100% invested in equities and then it could go all the way to 100% to fixed income or fixed assets that are paying us just a, a, a decent rate of return but does not related to the equity market. okay? So think about where I'm at in that. I've kind of I'm hedging my risk with the tactical and in the, and and because i i'm trying to say look the risk is high but then on the the core strategy what i'm saying is i need to always be invested even if the markets are are volatile but i cut my risk considerably by doing those two things so ultimately what we've tried to do is to split that up so if you're if you were in our growth portfolio it's super simple it's 50-50 50% tactical 50% uh core but then as we try to get risk adjusted Uh, we add even more layers. And so, Merce, could you kind of walk us through what I think is our most popular portfolio, which is our moderate growth, and maybe explain why it's the most popular.
2: I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, four steps to secure your retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out.
0: Yeah. So moderate growth is going to have an equity element to it, just like Raiden was talking about. And then, and there's already in that equity element of uh, core and strategic, I, I'm sorry, strategic core and our tactical, there's already some risk adjusting that's already happening. So, for example, if we if we walk into a period of high volatility or we see deterioration in the market, like Raiden said, the core is going to stay invested. And because on one side of the coin, we don't want to try to outthink the markets. There's plenty of data that says if you just stay invested, things will be okay over time. We fully agree with that. But the tactical is there to start reducing risk when we do have heightened heightened periods of volatility or deterioration in the market. And so that is where we have the beginning of risk adjustment in the portfolio. So uh, we've got a, a great market. Just for example, you've got a great market, things start to fall apart. We're all invested at one point, but then things start to fall apart. The tactical sleeve We'll start to reduce equity exposure and increased fixed asset exposure like government treasuries and obligations and things that are much more, much less volatile for a period of time, not forever. They'll go right back in when we get the green light. But then if we have someone that can't handle even that amount of risk, we start to risk adjust even further. And now we add in our next element. And a lot of you may be thinking, well, now it's time to add in bonds because that's just traditional thinking when it comes to portfolio construction. You could do equities first, and then you add in bonds to reduce the risk. Well, we actually take it in a different direction. First, we go equities first, and if that's not enough, if there's not enough uh, risk controls there, then we instead of adding in bonds, we add in a alternative to bonds, which is called a structured note. Now, we've done a whole podcast on what a structured note is. The high level there is that it is a it is a instrument that we buy from the bank because of our purchasing power with our clients. We can go to a bank and say, we have a large amount of money that we would like to purchase a structured note from you. We get to structure what the uh, what the uh, parameters of that note is. And we say, here's what we want. And then we go shopping with all the major banks like JP Morgan, Chase, U- UBS, any large bank you can think of. We're talking to them and saying, what rate can you give us on that note? And today, because of where interest rates are, we're seeing notes in the realm of, say, 7 to 11% annualized. So much better than a CD rate, much better than a money market rate. Uh, is it no risk? Uh, No, there is a low risk to it, just like with the bond side of the world as well. But what that does now is we have, uh, I'll give you some specific percentages now to help you understand what we're looking at. Our moderate growth portfolio, the way it's designed is 38% of it is going to be in the core sleeve, which is always invested, rotating based off of where we think the opportunity is in in the equity market. Then we have our tactical sleeve, also 38%. And that can go, like Raiden said, risk on if everything's great, we're equity heavy, risk off if things start to deteriorate. So that's one of our risk adjusters, 38% there. And then with the structured notes, we go up to 24% there. So now you've got a, even more of an of an element of balancing out volatility from the equity side because the structured notes, they they do have some... Uh, they will uh, have some equity exposure, but they are really not tracking uh, the the stock market in general. So they reduce volatility. They bring in a coupon or interest into the account, typically on a monthly basis. And and, and so they make the, the portfolio a lot smoother when we do have some of the ups and downs in the markets like we're seeing today in 2023.
1: Yeah, and so then, um, and just to kind of walk you through what this looks like, Every time we are now trying to say if 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 we need to go even lower risk, when then now we have to, to bring it up to another notch where we're going to again reduce even more equity exposure, and bring in some fixed income type instruments, bond like uh, ETFs most of the time. So if you looked at our moderately conservative, um, you've got now lower equity exposure, thirty percent core, thirty percent tactical, twenty four percent. Is still over in the uh, banknotes, but now we add 16% to fixed income. So you see how now we've got 40% between fixed income and the banknotes that is not correlated to the stock market. And then if we want to go to our most conservative pol- uh, model, you've got 20% core, 20% tactical, still 24% banknotes. So th- the theme here is uh, growth, moderate growth. Moderately conservative and conservative all hold 24% banknotes, but what changes now is that now 36% is going to the fixed income. So you see how that now even risk-adjusted even more. So now if I've got a client who says, hey, you know what, I don't really think I want to have much on the downside, and I understand that I might not have as much on the upside, but I really want to have a good risk-adjusted portfolio, we're able to really give them uh wherever they want to go in that in that area. Um, so the whole goal here is to say, hey, look, I want to be able to grow the money, but I don't want to have 100% risk of, say, the S&P 500. The S&P 500, by the way, max drawdown on the S&P 500, if you go look at it over the last 30 years, is 58%. That's my max drawdown from a top to a bottom. So, if I had a million dollars, I'd be down five hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Now, maybe one day when you were younger and you were still funding, you might go, well, that would not well, that was not fun, I uh, am okay with it because I know I would still had time. But if I am closer to retirement, I don't want to see a fifty eight percent drawdown. And so I want to reduce those drawdown exposures, and that max drawdown is really kind of based on your viewpoint of risk. So what you would do if you said, well, I don't know which one of these models I should be in, you would obviously have a conversation around risk. Uh, We have a specific um, uh, process that we do that. We take you through a conversation, takes about 15 to 20 minutes, and it helps you to easily identify where you would be at when it comes to risk exposure. Uh, So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I'm just curious, what's my risk profile? You can go to the website, pomwealth.net, go to the top right-hand corner, click on schedule call. That will then put you on the calendar. Myself or Merce will get in touch with you and we'll walk you through how that process works and explain it to you in detail. And because we really want to make sure that you understand risk, understand your personal risk. Sometimes people put that on age. It is not based on age. That's a rule of thumb. You want to know what your personal reference, uh, uh, risk preference is, and then live by that. Cause that's the way you're going to be the happiest. That's the way you're going to have the best peace of mind. So we hope this has given you a little bit of insight on how to structure portfolios and gives you a little bit of insight about how we do it. Uh, if you have questions, please reach out to us, but we hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you again next Monday.
2: All right, everyone that wraps up today's episode of the secure your retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off The Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email Morgan at POMWell.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, Please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.